Hello and welcome back to your favorite Dungeons and Dragons podcast, The Alchemist Club. I realize that's probably not true. Let me have this. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for another exciting adventure. Joining me here today, we have Daniel playing Chet Fleek, Kale playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle and I play Tarjax. Who wants to remind us what happened last time? Uh, Does anybody remember what happened last yeah. time? We're, we're trying to solve the mystery. Oh, we're in of the, the junkyard. Stolen... That's right. That's right. The, we are in the junkyard. Yeah, the stolen teleportation. Nope. No. Uh... I'll. I will give fifty gold pieces in game to whoever can remember the MacGuffin name that I made up. Uh, the. I mean, no. Not at all. I'm going to call it the reticulating flange. Nope. Not even close. I didn't say that's what it was. I'm saying that's what I'm going to call it. (laughs) Anybody anybody else want to give that a shot? (laughs) No, I don't want to embarrass myself. It's like a confabulator (laughs) or something. Uh, The turbo... Turbotastic confabulator? Nope. Something like that. It's... Sorry, it's just the turbo intabulator. My apologies. And if you haven't seen that YouTube video, it's hilarious. It's a guy giving a fake pitch. Uh, you are looking for somebody who will try to steal the phaseo telestabilizers. Yeah, the flange. Okay. Uh, yeah. Turbo and tabulator. So uh, we have entered the junkyard in search of the flange. And uh, we talked to the junkyard guy. He's like, oh, yeah, the junkyard we used to catch on fire. And now it doesn't. <laughs> and it's like, boy, a lot of kids used to come here to make out and lose their virginity. And now they don't anymore. Uh, goddamn sex cafes stealing all my business. It's not. Uh-huh. It's not what he said, Places but it's also not, not what happened. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we left Leyland talking to him, and everybody else left. Yep. Um, he sure can flap his gums. Because our, our plan Very was nice to like plan. set up a trap, like find find the uh, find the part, set up a trap, and you know. Yep. Snatch, snatch him. Yep. Which we're gonna do. As I recall, the last thing that happened was you guys entered the scrapyard proper and were faced with piles and piles of rusting gnomish gadgets and gizmos and technologies. Time to steal. I'm just like, I'm keeping an eye out for anything that looks hella magical. I was about to say, there's got to be some interesting stuff in here, actually. Probably. What a, no- what a gnome throws away. Right. Because they're like, oh, this thing has a 33% failure rate. It's unacceptable. But we're like, hmm, engine food. Assuming wow. you can get it to Teliferous without exploding. Well, we just don't turn it on until it's at Teliferous. Do you think that that's necessarily going to solve the problem? Yes. You would not last very long as a a gnomish scientist. Nope, but I'm going to last a very long time as a stupid uh, storm sorcerer. So I I was born into the perfect role. And I inherited all my power without any work. Everyone should try that, really. Like, it's much, (laughs) much more fulfilling than being a wizard. None of you know what it's like to be a wizard. Yeah. Just get your magic powers through a trust fund. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, we have a map. 
I know because yeah. I, I definitely wrote that down even if I didn't yeah. write down the name of the uh, of the device. Yeah, um, we, we we know where it is in the yard. Yeah, so, we, we have the zone number, yeah. and we also have directions to that zone. Right. It's way in the back. Yep. We walk in here. Yep. So you are walking past, as I said, just like heaps. Of th- Imagine any any junkyard that you've ever seen in a movie or a cartoon, and it's that, but it, nothing in it has any immediate like use or application that you can think of. It's all weird weird gizmos and stuff that doesn't look like anything else you've ever seen. A lot of it is sparking. <laughs> yeah. Typical. Um, um, there are fumes. Occasionally you'll see like pools of grease or oil or some other substance that you can't quite identify. Yummy. No toothpaste. There are signs posted around these piles like sorting them in any way uh there are signs that sort of delineate sections or um zones of the scrapyard but there isn't like this pile is where we put all of our failed science experiments right because that's all of the piles yeah, well, that's all of them that's the whole scrapyard but <laughs> yeah but if they were like divvied up into metal scrap or some more glass scrap with so there were a lot of liquids and oils. Maybe there's like a big, I don't know, container for liquid waste. I, I'm just, I'm reaching here. I, I, Chad doesn't know uh, a fucking Paleolithic periscope from a protoplasmic spork, so he's just <laughs> you do pass both around. Of those. I did, I yeah, but he doesn't know. Like he he <laughs> could look at it and wouldn't know one from the other. Yeah. Right. Um, would it be worthwhile to do any like investigation checks as we're walking, just to just, see if we notice anything? Of I'm just worried we don't have like the technical know-how to really do anything with. I our... mean, did we get a description of what the piece looked like roughly? It was described to you as a sphere, roughly the size of a basketball, like a real right. a real basketball. Um, contained in uh, like metal housing and the interior of the basketball um, has a tendency to glow so we're looking for white and balls yep all right uh i get to work um perception well it's in the back where we got to get to the back first oh the back oh we know the general area of where yes cool well Get, get walking. Yeah, I, where we go? Oh, we walking. Okay. Um, you make your way back to the sort of the rear of the scrapyard. It takes you almost an hour. It's pretty big. Hmm. Um, and after about fifteen minutes, you do notice that um, you are sort of walking out from. The open sights of the city around and above you, because as we remember, um, you are in the trenches of Hopstonopolis, which are mm-hmm. sort of um, like the slums. A rad cyberpunk city. 
more like that and less like slums. Like, there's not, it's not shady back alleys and people getting shanked left and right. It's more like New York City at noon. Lots of busy people, uh, food vendors, people shouting on the streets, etc. Please tell me there's like two levels of gnomes walking on top, like one on top of another. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, as I was saying, eventually you become shielded from this by the large sort of like half dome that covers most of the scrapyard to prevent like people from falling in or thieves from, you know, breaking into the back and just walking out with dangerous technology. Or making out. Or making out. Yeah. Uh, is it like it's not so dark that we're in danger of tripping or anything it's just kind of dim there are yeah it's pretty dim there are lamp posts that start appearing um once you get far back enough okay that let off a sort of dim sodium orange glow well um what color is the uh the the basketball gonna be glowing i don't know you said it gives off a glow uh, it doesn't have one specific color. Interesting. So, we haven't seen anyone else in this junkyard, right? Like, there's not Correct. attendance or, like, people actively salvaging from it? No. Okay. You do notice that there are several large crane-like structures um, every so often, and it's usually, like, one to a section that overhang... Mm-hmm their respective junk piles but they don't they they look like they've got like um basically the big magnet things hanging from them right but yeah. they don't appear to be moving at all we could steal one of those cranes and drop a big cage on the gnomes when we catch them <laughs> really that's nah Layla's just gonna chase them and like uh she's gonna turn into was... a cheetah my thought was we should like surround the area where the basketball is in like black ice. Like Desmond could, you know, just like conjure some water and freeze it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a possibility. Knock him, knock him on his butt, and then um, snatch him. Yeah, like what if we did something? Like we could almost make a pitfall where. Desmond makes like a thin layer of ice and we like put dirt back on top of it and then they like step on the ice and it breaks and they're in a pit. But maybe it's more like maybe there's better evidence for like, oh, they're actually a thief if we let them take the orb first, because otherwise they could just be like, oh, yeah, these random foreigners beat me up as I was in the junkyard doing I know they said said they don't want us to like follow him they want us to catch him so So, like as soon as he picks up the orb we pounce yeah we just gotta be ready right so do you want to like make a spring loaded trap I think if we all just like hide in the junk nearby Mm. (laughs) we're Gonna be like the toys in the mud of Toy Story. <laughs> I guess I'm just worried that we don't really have a lot of non-lethal takedown options. <clears throat> sure, we do. We could just kill him and then revive him real quick. It's fine. I mean, I have charm person. 
Oh yeah, know. that's good. I could fail though. Harkening well, all the yeah, way back like... to like the very first arc. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the ultimate CC. Yeah. Uh, still have metal. Sleep? If he's if he's wearing metal, I could just like, you know, that would be enough to slow him down, tick him off. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's something he can't take take off quickly. You're going to boil him alive in his own armor? No, yeah. only, only a little bit. Fallrock <laughs> well, Fall could, Fall could just tackle him. Yeah, I can grapple. I have strength now. Um, do we know like when this person is coming? Nope. No, you're on a stand. Well, shit. well, I would say I could. Wait, Leyland, don't you have entangle? Um, that'd be a good one. Do you have the uh, staring vines or something like that where you shoot yeah. something? I Thorns, think rangers do have access to entangle. Yeah, I mean, I know I've looked at it before, but I don't necessarily know if I. I well, don't you have that? Taken you have the thing where you shoot an arrow and like thorns come out, right? Oh, hail thorns! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perforate him. And shoot him with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> shoot him in the foot. <laughs> or through the put an arrow in his knee and put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah, just propose to him. <laughs> I guess he would be proposing to you, wouldn't he? Anyway, after about an hour of walking, you come across the appropriate section. I think I said section five. I don't remember. Um, Of the the scrapyard that supposedly contains the Fazio telestabilizers. And uh, there are several large piles of junk. They're probably like eight to ten feet high at the highest point. But obviously they're sloped, so they're like small hills. Um, sort of scattered around this zone. And it appears to all be like cast off components or parts of larger machines back here. Do we see a basketball? Make a perception check. Check that perception. Oh, well, that's that's a five. Nope. Uh, it's an 10? It's an 11 for me. Okay. Uh, Tara Jackson Desmond, do you do you wish to check, or are you just, like, um, nattering away at the back? I think I'm probably playing tic-tac-toe with Desmond. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much not paying attention. Like, you know what it is? is? Every now and then, we'll find, like, a piece of junk, and we'll pull it out, and we'll, like, brainstorm on what its actual purpose is. And we're in the middle of, like, I found something with a little screwy doodad on top and it's got like a, a swirly bit and like we're in an intense debate on if I was on this... like a, a televised, uh... <laughs> yeah. is this a cooking thing or a sex thing? <laughs> no, that, that spring, I bet I could really weld into a, a really nice knife and, and like <laughs> put a handle on in like three hours. <laughs> okay. Um, who scored, was it a Leyland? Did you get the 11? Yes. Okay. You notice a faint glow coming from behind one of the junk piles. And indeed, there is a... It's like a grocery store display of these square metal cases or cubic metal cases that contain these basketball-sized spheres that are glowing. Um, oh. so they just, so, <laughs> they got these in bulk. 
Yeah, there's there's like thirty of them stacked up in a neat little pyramid. Did they come from Gnomish Costco? Like, no, they came from Fantasy Costco, where all your <laughs> dreams come true. Yeah, yeah you're no, gonna get us copy struck. That, that was a slow ball. That that, that was easy. In the, in the easy footsteps hit. of giants. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's something interesting to think about. Um, we don't know if this portal requires one of these reticulating flanges or if it requires all of them. And if it requires all of them, it's not like a single gnome who's going to come scurrying over like, ooh, I hope nobody captures me. It's going to be like five gnomes and a mech. And they're going to be like, all right, guys, fan out. Shoot anything that moves. My question is, if these are so valuable, why are they being tossed in the junkyard? Because they're they're not, like, fully functional. Um, the whole thing is that this portal that they're making is going to be crazy unstable. So these are probably like, oh, they'll work once, and then they'll burn out and explode. So it's like... Stuff you find at a junkyard in real life, like, you can find bolts and things that have fatigue damage, but they haven't broken yet. They're just beyond their lifespan, and it would be dangerous to continue to use them because they could fail at any moment. Yeah, so these phasia telestabilizers were deposited here because they did not meet safety standards. They were considered too unstable to be used in actual portal generators, so they were dumped here, and they will eventually be recycled for parts. Not if we can help it. Well, I mean, well, officially um, recycled for parts and not stolen and yeah. put in a, a gnomish portal generator of unethical yeah. and unorthodox design. Yeah. yeah. Chad, can you... Uh, do you have any, like, minor illusions where you could... where we could, like, hide the real ones and, like, make mm. them think there's, like, a fake one or something... No, but I had a plan to cast confusion on somebody if they got close to one of these balls, or turn into a bow constrictor and grapple them. The orb of confusion. <laughs> yes, you picked it up. <laughs> now be confused. It's um, like me picking up a real uh, basketball. I mean, we like we could take them and try to hide them deeper into the junkyard piles here, and then like put an illusory one on display, but. Uh, it seems like a lot of work when we're trying to use them as bait anyway, so it's like, if yeah. they get to the orbs, that's kind of what we need. So let's find a hideout perch. Let's, uh, let's look for obvious exits and uh, post up. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, I, I am going to use my immense knowledge of guerrilla warfare to uh, to nestle down into some junk right where you belong yeah i throw myself out with the rest of the garbage <laughs> do, do, they, uh, do these always do, do uh do, does this do the basketballs always end up in this part of the junkyard you like are they don't all... know okay let's look for Good. more would you okay i want to i want to do a survival check though to see if there's like a lot of tracks and foot footprints okay in this area huh no that's an eight you do not find any tracks other than your own 
I'm looking for more basketballs. Uh, 14. <clears throat> uh, you'd find a couple of like ones that aren't glowing. Like, same casing, but like the sphere's cracked or um, mm. it's corroded away. So then this is probably going to be the one that they go for, of the ones that we found. The first one. Yeah. All right, let's stake out this one. Um, I attempt to hide. Is there any? Okay. Is there any good places so, for a, a person with wings to hide? I would like to disguise myself as garbage. <laughs> no check needed. I might just turn into a snake from the get-go. Okay. Might not be the worst idea. I would like yeah, to. Yeah, but well, we're gonna last two hours. hours. Yeah. yeah, you don't know how long you're going to be here. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll be one of the people who waits in the wings because I've got like a 50 foot move speed while I'm flying. So if you guys come up with a good signal, either visual or auditory, <laughs> um, I'll just fly over. How many entrances, like actual? Looks like like you know like movable walkable areas are there where where people could enter into this area. Like, is the junk piled hard, like enough where it wouldn't be easy to move through it? Or so this particular zone is tucked up against the back of the scrapyard. So there's about a hundred feet, and then you come up against the back of or like the dome that's overshadowing most of the of the scrapyard. That said, um, there are, like, it's piles of junk that are interspersed with sort of walkable paths. So you could theoretically, like, there are a number of of places where somebody could just walk up to this pile of phaseo telestabilizers. So this whole junkyard's covered? For the most part, yeah. Oh, that poses a problem for me. And flying from off-site. Are there any really tall piles, like, facing the edge, or there that wouldn't the, be seen by any of the pathways? There is the crane in this zone that you could roost on. Okay, well, I'll do that then, I guess. It Does it have a good... Is it a good vantage point for this glowing basketball? Yeah, it, the, the whole point of the cranes is that they can access any of the junk in their zone. Oh, boy. What, uh... Who's... Who, you know, Leyland's probably our most dexterous person. Uh, Leyland, do, do you work with uh, machinery very much or control? Crane time! <laughs> Let's play the claw machine! <laughs> uh, are these, actually, if these orbs are metal, like, we could do a thing where they're like, aha, we're getting a lay, and then they go, vook, and they're just yanked up over their heads, and they're like, oh no, we're dangling comically. I want to go pick one up and see how heavy it is. Uh, it weighs probably about 15 pounds. Okay. It's denser than it looks. Don't want to dribble that basketball. No. Alright. The exterior casing is, it is metal. The interior sphere itself appears to be made from glass. How far from the ball is the crane? The top of the crane. 75 feet all right um i'm at the top i'm gonna fly to the top of the crane tell the party that uh you guys signal with i don't know some uh, tear ducks you could like 
finger gun, like a, a small lightning spell to signal me or something. Does Terjux have I don't a know. small lightning spell? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sort of like, s small spell? <laughs> just, just a small I, I spell. I, I guess I could like throw a can or something, but I don't want to use a lightning bolt unless it's on <laughs> a deserving target. I wish we all had sendings. Um... I mean, like, I could do a, uh, hmm. Like, yeah, we, like a, we need, like, a flare gun. a flash blank, flash blank, flash bang, or a, yeah, a flare or something? I don't know. I'm I mean, sure I guess. I, you know, honestly, since I'm going to have the best vantage point, I'm probably going to have the best view and know when people are coming, so I guess I'll signal. And... Well, I have prestidigitation, so I'll just like make a coin light up and then throw that or something. Or, oh wait, no, yeah. I can't make just... light with it. Uh, I mean, I've yeah. got, as I've as got demeaning my bolt as it of is, light, but I can just sort of throw wherever. As mm -hmm. demeaning as it is, I will squawk like a bird. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Everything Tarajex has ever wanted. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> I get that craw. It's, it's the conclusion he's been hoping for this whole time. Yes. All right. So, plan? Y'all hide? I'll screech when I think I, there's somebody... Um, I dress myself up like ready. a garbage hobo. Okay. It's like it's like a two-pronged um. disguise. On the surface, I look like a pile of garbage. But if they see through that disguise, I look like a hobo disguised as a pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I've seen through the hobo's disguise... But this is merely a hobo, nothing to be worried about. And then yeah. they feel confident, and their hubris will be their downfall. Why, why would this hobo be hiding in a in junkyard? I don't, I don't know. Hey, I mean, you know, he doesn't want to be harassed by the police. He's got a and dome. If, he's, if he's just a hobo, they're like, hey, hobo, what are you doing in here? You can't be in here. Go make out somewhere else. And he's like, but I ain't got nobody to love. <laughs> a hole's been drilled in my heart. All right, the only I... thing that fills it is alcohol. You're like, hobo, you gotta and go scrap. somewhere. Uh, you lost me at hole was drilled because clearly aliens drilled a hole in his spine and put a like a radar detector inside of it. <laughs> yeah. That's much more believable. Oh, oh, we're going with that kind of hobo. Okay. Yeah. I hunch over at a 33 degree angle and I say, there's lizard people living in the hollow earth. The moon's not real. It's a hologram. <laughs> Alright, Terra Texas um, much better. Choice and yeah. disguise aside, it'll be one scraw for caution, like I see somebody, two for danger uh pounce. Okay. You might not hear one. Can I, job. can I climb up the junk like kind of behind where the basketballs are to get a like good vantage point? You can make an athletics check. Absolutely. And Terrajex, I will need a disguise <laughs> per check. Performance? Yeah, I'm, oh. um, I am trying to look like a pile um, of garbage, so. That that was a one. That was a okay. Like a garbage person or a no, literal literally garbage? literally a pile of garbage because okay. I'm trying to leverage my actor feet. How, how mobile are you going to be as a pile of garbage? Well, obviously not very mobile until, like, we spring into action. I'm not trying to move. I'm, I'm on so stakeout. Yeah, but is it like is it an outfit that's gonna you're gonna carry with you, or is it like a, a oversized birthday cake you're gonna spring from? <laughs> More the latter, I would say. Okay. <laughs> Imagine like like a tart. 
okay. but it's garbage. Uh, <laughs> so that is a, a, a deception, yeah? Yeah. That's a total of 28. Okay. Chet is asking you all these questions, and he turns around and he can't see you anymore. <laughs> and from somewhere, um, little known fact, uh, Tarajux has dabbled in... Um, Ventriloquism? Yeah, ventriloquism. So oh. from somewhere in the garbage, probably you'll just hear. <laughs> you believe in the moon? This is this is all well and good, except you are immediately distracted by the sound of like a garbage avalanche, a garbalanche. A garbalanche. You and um you see Leolin sliding face first down on a pile of trash oh, no. <laughs> directly into the neatly stacked pyramid of Phaseo telestabilizers. God damn it. Oh. We're going to have to get Leyland a bunch of tetanus shots. All right, hang on. It, I know we're in a junkyard, but is there anything resembling a dumpster nearby? No. Is there any large box nearby that could fit people inside? Make an investigation check. Okay. That is a 15. Yeah, there are plenty of large metal boxes lying Like a, an old dishwasher or like... A refrigerator. <laughs> washing yeah, machine. yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So when you say Leyland is about to crash into the reticulating flanges, is that like they're in danger of being destroyed here or... No, but they are knocked over. Many of them are covered by the trash and... Um, it's, it's kind of clears out one of the trash piles that was previously serving as a pretty decent barrier. Like it'll be easy for somebody to walk in from that direction now. Right. <laughs> so okay. Thorox going to take the time to move, uh, a washer, dryer and refrigerator all next to each other. And then. He's gonna yeah, tell Desmond Falrock, to get we in get one. it. You're strong. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is where we hide. Falrock's oh. <laughs> gonna get in the washer, and Desmond gets in the refrigerator. And I'm gonna write on my refrigerator deluxe premium refrigerator parts inside. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cleric open inside. <laughs> But Farrakh's going to get one of those, like, front-loading washers so he can sort of see it. roll out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now the... <laughs> everybody else can see that the washing machine, the front-loading washing machine, there's definitely, like, a faint reddish glow coming from inside. Look, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you telling me that normal gnomish washing machines don't have dangerous radioactive glows coming from them? Not when they're off. Are you telling me that <laughs> most gnomish open. washing machines can be turned off? Can be turned off. Yeah. <laughs> this one does not appear to be powered. It's fine. It makes it even let more me, interesting. Let me put it this way. It wasn't glowing before Falrock got in. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, that's that's not unreasonable. I mean, push a bit of cloth up against the window? I don't... Someone threw out their washing machine but forgot to take their clothes up first. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a function of how radioactive the clothes are now. Um, the the flaw in that is if Falrock puts cloth in front of the 
the window, he won't be able to see or hear anything going on outside. Well, yeah, yeah. but he he'd be waiting for this the the auditory view, wouldn't... and then he can just pull the cloth down and peek out through like a small hole. Okay, if I if, if that's how you want to deal with it, Fall Rock. I don't know. Go right ahead. I, I'm gonna fly I think up to being the a glowing washing machine is fine. I I don't see a problem with this. Fair enough. I mean, it's not it's not any more suspicious than any of the other sparking, glowing junk, is it? Right, exactly. Not especially, no. Yeah, I was about to say, I think I kind of fit in. <laughs> okay, uh, so Desmond's in a refrigerator, which is functionally a sensory deprivation tank I'm, if the door's I'm closed. making um, ice is cubes it throw at people who open it. it. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Terrajux is currently somewhere. In the trash. <laughs> does it have a does it have a water maker? On it's it's just running and it's now stopping. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even doing that on purpose. You got in and the water maker started flowing. Yeah. Aldrax is putting chemicals in the air to turn the Eric Cochran's gay. Uh, Leyland, I think you're the only person who's still in plain sight. Okay, um... There's this dryer. I got you Leyland can just turn invisible, can't he? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Just hold well, I, I just kind of wanted, like, a good vantage point, though. But, I don't know if I want to roll for that again. Um... <laughs> You know what? I changed dice. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to climb another pile. Okay, <laughs> that that's better. Seventeen. Okay, you manage to climb atop one of the other trash piles. It's not as good as the first one. The trash is less prestigious. You don't have as good of a view. Uh, but you make it. You're up there. Okay. Then I'm just going to get low. I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna have my crossbow out, kind of just trained on the uh, on the uh, basketballs. Juxian sniper. Yep. <laughs> okay, everybody is settled in. Now, a question for probably Terrajux. Desmond. They swapped out the airships and sank the wrong one for insurance money. And Chad, <laughs> how long do you think it will be before you get bored? Um, 15 seconds? <laughs> 30 minutes? <laughs> like, le legit, this, thir like, 30 minutes to an hour This is why I was looking for a dumpster instead, so that we could play cards in the dumpster. <laughs> So uh, after, yeah, after immediately. an hour passes and nothing and nobody appears to come by, how are you handling that? I mean, I've got lots get up here. So I'm like counting basketballs, um, counting other scrap, you know, remarking at the different colored trash looking for terrajux actually i'm oh, practicing so you're playing where's waldo i'm playing where's waldo yes uh, i would probably be um like flinging open the door on the refrigerator every so often and like throwing ice cubes at people 
for just random stuff. You just fling it up and go, aha! And there's no one there, so you can <laughs> yeah. close the door. Oh. <laughs> Terrajax? Uh, I'm actually going to use this time to better myself as a person. Um, I I think about the the people I've wronged and left behind. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> I was about to say. Uh, excuse me. Are I'm gonna work on. Here? I'm gonna work on my whistling a little bit. Um, but mostly, <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm going to listen to the wind. There isn't any wind in here. I'm gonna create some wind. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so not only are you whistling, but you're also creating a localized windstorm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chad, this makes There's... your game significantly easier. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 just a trash pile. <laughs> Please make do, do, do. trash have a mouth. I roll, I roll perception. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, roll perception. It's uh, 23. Yeah. You, Doesn't you... beat my 28. <laughs> <laughs> you are able to locate the center of the windstorm and think you have a pretty good idea of where Terrajux might be. Okay. Yeah, I, mostly though, like I do want to listen to the wind after I can waft a little bit into my face. Okay. Uh, make a concentration check with disadvantage. Interesting. Uh, that is still going to be a total of fourteen. Uh, you mostly just hear the the sound of refrigerator hinges creaking. <laughs> Ice cubes clinking. Yeah. I hear Fall Rock composing poetry to Amber, and I'm like, ah, dude. You know he wouldn't do that out loud. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing, is he's like sub vocalizing it, but it's just enough. Fall Rock is in a deep meditative state at the moment. He's in he's alone, he's with his thoughts, he's in the safe place. <laughs> no, that's not he does not consider this a safe place. Uh, guys, I'm bored. Guys, <laughs> still, still looking out for any gnome or other life form that might approach us. Vigilant, ever vigilant. I'm going to begin shuffling my way towards Ched. Ched is up on top of the. <laughs> yeah, that's a good you luck should, with that. You should yeah. shuffle towards Desmond and play tic tac toe in the dirt. Yeah, I think we'll do that. Uh, so I'm this. The, um, it is revealed, Ched. Um, is startled as it's revealed that the mound of whistling and windy garbage <laughs> doesn't move. And then the machine next to it stands up on two legs <laughs> and starts walking. <laughs> okay, so this is incredibly important. Do you open the refrigerator door or do you wait for me to open it? <laughs> I I sit down next to you um, and I, I go, hey, Desmond. De Desmond. <laughs> Oh, I'm a refrigerator. <laughs> I'm broken. Um, I start fix me, Seymour. I start tapping Morse code on the side of the refrigerator, and I explain to Desmond in Morse code that maybe we should just take these orbs and just take them so they don't get stolen. I don't know. Like, it seems to me like they're. Like, maybe we could try to set up a sting where we're like, hey, uh, word on the street is you guys are looking for orbs. Well, you'll have to talk to Big Pete and his crew of mad rats if you want to get these orbs. 
and then they have to come buy the orbs from us, and then we're like, haha, we're the please. I just, like, fling the door open. Do you want to play Wet Cop Blowy Cop or something? Yes. Does Desmond <laughs> know Morse code? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a, he's a naval person. Yeah. Oh, they know <laughs> I like to imagine that you respond in semaphore. <laughs> like, you burst, you burst open the refrigerator door with your signal flags. <laughs> so I think, we, I think we may have established yeah, this before. Totally. But it's like, um, because... Like, Tarjux would also know, like, flag code, but for a slightly different set of flags, because it's Jux instead of the, like, the Abbey. Yeah. So, like, he's speaking Morse code, but it's in, like, a dialect. Oh, it's in Hick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Juxian Morse code is just a little bit different. Oh, my God. Because every single time you end a phrase in uh, Juxian Morse code, you don't end with like over or uh, stop. You end with praise be to the emperor, uh, long may he reign, glory to Jux. But that's only like three taps really yeah, fast. They have yeah, a, yeah, they, yeah, have, they have a dedicated character for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, we don't have any cool alarm spells, so we can't really automate this. But we walk in, except we're not. We waiting. Yeah. Okay. Another hour goes by. Yeah, because what are the odds that they steal these things exactly when we arrive and set up? <laughs> or maybe the gnomes are just playing an elaborate prank on us. Or it's much more likely that they're just going to do it tomorrow. Uh, Desmond like, gets the bright idea to steal it instead. That's what I was saying. Well, it an hour later, I think dream. it is. Now it's my idea. So, <laughs> hey, why don't we steal this instead? That's what I said. No, it wasn't. When did you say that? Maybe we could, like... Hey, we have locate object, right? I don't. Oh. I do. Because we could... What if we created a fake reticulating flange? And then... We leave that one out here to get stolen. And then we track that one. And then we just keep the other ones safe or, like, destroy them. But they they want us to actually catch the person, not track them. Right, but we track them to their, oh. like, hidey hole. Really uh, well, that was my original plan. Flange. No, like, that, they were, we were told to, like, no, we, we want you to... Oh, yeah, because we can't get to the Undercity. Exactly. Waffle, yeah, can right. you use your disguise self to uh, to look like a reticulating flange? I don't have disguise <laughs> self. I just have a makeup kit. Same difference. My, my <laughs> question is... Could Shed, could Shed shapeshift into one? Not an animal. Oh. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> no, no, no. Ched could shapeshift into uh, Jux playing a reticulating flange. There we go. No. That's an animal. <laughs> what? I could polymorph into some creature that can roll up into a ball, like a armadillo. Well, if you could polymorph, you could just have polymorph you, you into a reticulating flange. Well, no, because it still has to be a creature. Polymorph doesn't, does it? Falrock, could you make a perception yes. check for me, please? Oh, maybe <gasps> I'm thinking of true polymorph. <gasps> Uh, that is a 19. Uh, as everybody else is discussing at length ways to disguise one another as a phaser telestabilizer, um, you hear um, sort of like 
clinking noises and um, like snuffling. Okay. I I want to hush them, but at the same time, hushing them would give me away. <laughs> I think uh, you're pretty safely given away. But I'm just a glowing piece of junk. Yeah, Falrock's the only person here who is not in any way done anything to <laughs> give away their position. You're a glowing piece of junk surrounded by talking appliances. I'm a sentient refrigerator. Yeah, you I didn't realize we like our characters were talking about this because I'm on top of the crane, like eighty feet away from everybody. Yeah, yeah, we'd it, have to be yelling at each other. No, like, so this is all. What's like, that, guys? This whole debate has been taking place with Morse code on the side <laughs> of the refrigerator. Oh. <laughs> Between you and Desmond? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Morse code on this continent is very efficient. Um, uh, so yeah. I have like I have my code book out in one hand, and I've gone down to the section where it's um, standard arguments about junkyard stakeout procedures, and I'm on variant three of the uh, code base. So um, and that's just four long ticks, two short ticks, and one long tick, and that's the entire conversation. <laughs> Anyways, that's one hell of a code book. Yeah, there's <laughs> Juxy and Morse code is the greatest in the world. <laughs> there's a snuffle up against near me. Um, yes. I I'm prepared to act, but also unsure of what to act at. So, um, it's a critter that's gotten in the washing machine with me. <laughs> <laughs> There's just been a pair of eyes next to you the whole time. Yeah, it's just a mole. There's just an actual normal mole just sitting there like, I don't want to get hurt. No. Um, Farak, there is sort of a, a dusty noise followed by a faint scraping, and then the side of your washing machine sort of collapses in a pile of rust. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and two oh. feathery antenna are kind of like oh, friend. around the hole. I pop out of the washing machine. Uh, oh, Rock, you're blowing our cover. Uh, there's a thing that just ate through, rusted through, did something to break my hidey hole. A friend. Uh, I would like to go see this rust monster for myself. Uh, so you see, it looks it looks like a cross between a, like a beetle and an armadillo, um, except it's got a long tail and it's got two like two foot long feathery antenna on its head that are kind of sweeping around the washing machine and uh, dissolving it into piles of oxidation, which it then sort of scoops up into its mandibles and eats. Um, when you pop out of the washing machine, it like scurries away from you with its antenna raised in front of it and it uh, holds its ground for a moment before starting to creep back towards the washing machine. <laughs> Is this how they recycle okay. their stuff? Paul, can we keep it? Well, I, did, I don't think we'd have much to feed it on the tree. Oh, yeah, you're right. I also don't want it to eat the tree. It's, yeah. It eats metal. It Trees are not metal, Leland. Well, you, you, you know, if it doesn't have the option, it's going to eat something. Are you saying it's a rust monster? Yes. 
So that thing's kind of terrifying. All right, gang, so let's it, huddle because this isn't working. I didn't. I didn't know we had rust monsters in this universe. It's um, it is now back at the washing machine, and it has one antenna that's kind of like pointed at Falrock, and the other one is like again sweeping at the inside of the hole and pulling rust towards the main body. Man, it would be great if we could augury. So, all right. We are trying to find out when these orbs are being stolen. Mm -hmm. There has to be some way to, like, notify. It's just, like, it's weird because I don't know that we can just, like, camp out in a junk pile for five days waiting for this to happen. Well, I mean... What I'm saying is, would it make more sense... Sorry, go ahead. If we have supplies, I can sort of just stay. I've got no problem with that. Yeah, but where are the what rest of us going to be doing? Like, yeah, but, being able to yeah. call you in would take a while, right? So it's like I, I don't know. I'm this one has me stumped, which is why I'm bringing it up to the group. I don't know you if Chad do has well some... in like a stakeout. Would you? No. <laughs> No, absolutely not. As evidenced by this session. <laughs> As evidenced by now. Um, we've already been over, like, Ched doesn't have any sort of, like, animal sentry spell or, like, watchful dog jutsu. Yeah, no. <laughs> the rust monster is now <laughs> snuffling over to the refrigerator, having having consumed a large portion of the washing machine. Okay. I love this boy. Um, at some point, um, if it if it opens the door, I'm gonna frostbolt it. That's why I asked about Terrajux. It's not. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's not opening the door. It is. It is rusting its way through one of the sides. Not. Not the. <laughs> oh, if it's a side, then it's probably just gonna scare the living snot out of me instead. Uh, yep. Yes, that's the idea. <laughs> is that any different from the usual level of snot? Do you want the answer to that question? <laughs> I don't want the answer to that question. You know how squid will expel ink when they're frightened? <laughs> yeah, but Desmond is always expelling mucus. <laughs> Imagine that, but if he sneezed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably just squirt it with a with a like a water gun super soaker style squirt of water. It. It runs away and, like, throws itself into a trash pile, and all you can see is, like, one antenna sticking out. Yeah. Ha! All right. Fridge. Wait, if this thing eats metal, are they sure that it's just not this boy just eating the... Well, so do we know... What happens to the orbs outside the housing? Do they just... Like disintegrate since they're glass, or like, what do you mean? Well, I'm thinking like, what if this eats the housing uh, that the the basketball's in? Um, who should I send a message to? I'll just cast sending and ask. Probably the head engineer that we talked to. Yeah, I mean, like, I would let him know, like, hey, are you aware that there's rust monsters in this junkyard? Could this be the culprit? Or like, please yeah. advise. Or is hey. this how you? 
recycle. Yeah, or is this just like a no? are being accosted by rust monsters. He's texting. Do (laughs) you know that they are in the junkyard? That's what I would send. Okay. That's 15. Uh, 10 more words. You get a response that says, yes, they recycle non-magical metals. Um, Population is controlled. Oh, oh it right. says non-magical. It's right. okay, guys. Ask him how how long or when when does he think that they would be by to steal? Well, we already got that information when we were there, and he basically didn't know. I'm not burning another level spell. Yeah, so you can ask more <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, Wait, I like could he... come back with meld with stone or meld into stone and just wait for eight hours but i can't see anything and i hear like with well you have tremor sense at a disadvantage you have tremor sense you do have tremor sense oh shit yeah does that i mean that's not hampered by being melded into stone right? i feel like it would be improved <laughs> it would be exactly your entire so, body would become one big I eyeball mean, I guess I could try that. You guys all don't want to hang out here. Are you okay being melded into stone for a whole day? Uh, It lasts eight hours. Wow. I'll stay here. I'll stay here with you. Don't you have to, like... Does that hurt while you're melded into... I don't look. No. However you want to do this. um, I think in that case, the rest of us could probably like wait back at like the junkyard headquarters, or we could like patrol the junkyard as a whole. I don't know. I just I'm worried about scaring off the gnomes. This would be a really good time for me to get that pocket dimension. Yeah. It's just like, God, it feels like we should be doing something with this time instead of just like watching a junkyard for five days. Sounds like every college student ever. Yeah. 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 yeah fair. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm. My plan then is like if we're going to be sort of. They're doing stone melding. I'm going to stay dressed up as a hobo and kind of like frequent the area because I. I'm going to run this down a different method. Um, oh, but man, I'm not going to be able to like get part of the CD underworld because I'm not a gnome. Yeah. You. Even disguised as a hobo would be yeah. ridiculous. I'd be like, oh, I got I got stranded here when the train left. And they're like, what? You, you would be immediately yeah. reported to the authorities. Right. So my like my intrigue here is not going to be useful. Because like, my plan there was to be like, oh, I'll get in touch with the criminal element and I'll find out. Like, I'll join this heist. <laughs> Undercover. Yeah. Three days later, you guys arrest Terrajux for stealing. <laughs> yeah, they just got him to do it. Yeah. <laughs> the rust I don't know nothing. Now, like, it's gone up to Falrock and it's like caressing his gauntlets with its antenna. You don't want that. Oh, oh, no, they're no, magic. No. Okay. Oh. What about your armor? I don't have armor. Nobody, oh, this yeah. party wears metal armor. Wow, rust monsters are our best friends. <laughs> it gets bored with your gauntlets and like starts rummaging wait, through a nearby junk pile. Wait, Chud, can you can you talk to it and ask it if it's seen gnomes? Well, it's I've, seen gnomes. 
Well, like you see many gnomes. <laughs> I think it's an it's an aberration or a or a, a monstrosity. monstrosity. Yeah, I can't communicate with it unless it's from one of the elemental planes. Nope. <laughs> the elemental plane of rust. Rust. <laughs> the elemental plane of oxidation. God, that'd be awful. <laughs> There's just like withered apples and piles of brown dirt everywhere. I think it would just be everywhere. the plane of fire, wouldn't it? <laughs> I guess, yeah, technically. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So the plan, it sounds like, is we fan out a little bit, we go on patrols, um, and then uh, you're gonna do the stone meldy thing, and then if you see something, produce flame, shoot it up, and then we'll all come running. Well, I have to wait until tomorrow to prepare that spell. Okay. Well, for today at least, we can just um, just chillax, hang yeah. out, shoot the shit, think about our our past experiences. Lorox is gonna start picking up like bits of metal and tossing <laughs> it to the rust monster. It well, bounds towards you and it like waggles its entire back half. Yeah. Then it just like the whole toss it in the air to see if it'll jump up and catch it. It absolutely does, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Can we keep it? <laughs> we don't have anything to feed it on the ship. We'll start stealing sets of plate mail when we kill people. <laughs> <sighs> what? No. No, All right. no, no. So I am going to resume my lonely vigil as a pile of garbage. <laughs> AKA Thursday. <laughs> God damn. Uh, so yeah, I post up like on top of a, like on the edge of one of these paths on the way in. I want to choose the one that's like, I know this junkyard is sort of surrounded on all sides by seedy crime central but if there's like one direction that's particularly seedy where i'm like yeah they'd come from this direction <laughs> that's the one like i choose the path that's closest to the edge of the junkyard where they would cut their way in okay and then i um cast meld into garbage <laughs> <laughs> sounds and tasty. so i'm so i'm i'm dressed up as garbage in a folding chair just kind of like sitting there just watching <clears throat> Okay. What will the rest of you do? Sounds like I'm going back to the bar for a pint. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have meld into stone yet, but we could probably take shifts. Like, like we could rotate people out. Is there a like a guard shack at this junkyard at the very beginning? There's the the office where you were talking to the manager. Yeah. And we're toward the back, right? You are at the yeah. very back, yes. And there's only one An entrance. An hour away three. from the entrance. One entrance. One official entrance. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm going to take my um, refrigerator that has a hole in it, invert it, and then turn it into a security shed. And I'm just going <laughs> to like, like write security on the bottom. <laughs> what? It's just going to get eaten. Yeah. You start messing with it and our little friend's just going to eat it. Enchant it somehow. Okay. I'll, uh, Wait, do you have mending? Yeah. I think. Maybe. Can we, like... Oh, I don't have mending. Oh. Never 
Never mind. <laughs> An infinite supply of refrigeration. I have, right, lesser, yeah. I have lesser restoration, but I don't think that counts. I, yeah, that won't. <laughs> we, we'd have to cast animate on the refrigerator first. <laughs> 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 oh, wonderful. <laughs> and I'm on my lonely vigil looking out over this uh, here mighty fine sea of garbage, and I yes. have to wonder what what is a man like myself to do in a situation like this where there is not to do but watch and wonder? I am quite curious as to what the rest of the party is also doing. <laughs> Communing with nature. You're not getting a whole lot of reception here in the middle of, <laughs> in the middle you of get our flying one city. rust monster. Yep, that's that's why I can spend so much time doing it. Gotcha. Just screaming into the void. I am making like... best friends with the rust monster. Uh, yeah. On that note, please make an animal handling check. Wonderful. Yeah, because if you're going to be busy with the rust monster, I'm going to set up a security shack with like rusty a rusty fence and like, okay, that's and 10. like check in with the security guy it's it's still very cautious of you but it does appreciate the snacks yeah i can find i can you know i've worked in a forge i know the good bits of metal toss them that way you know uh Leyland, are you just gonna camp out on um junk do i know where tower jux is uh, you did, but he sort of melded <laughs> back into a I, I garbaged off to who knows where. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, that kind of takes what, what I was going to do out of it. Point across gonna... at him? <laughs> yes, I was, I was going to just, like, shoot an arrow, like, right by him. Like, just flatten it into a piece of garbage right near, but that's okay. Okay, everybody's everybody's posted up except Falrock, who's trying to tame a rust monster. Um, well, not just you know be friends, so it doesn't show up and eat the things we're hiding in. Sure, uh, and I think that's probably where we'll where we'll call it for this episode. Um. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we've, we've been recording for over an hour. <laughs> we're so bad at this not, not a lot happened here I apologize for that um, it's mostly my fault but I think it was at least entertaining hopefully we're going to stick out IRL content I, uh, I found it pretty amusing anyway yeah. uh, I've been Joe your dungeon master for this D&D adventure stakeout such as it is um <laughs> if you wish to get in touch with us you can do so at the alchemist club 88 at gmail.com or the alchemists club 88 at gmail.com uh you can find us on podbean stitcher spotify apple podcasts and google play and our twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club our adventurers today were daniel playing shed fleet k hall playing desmond I'm Zach, and I play Falrock the Glowing uh, Washing Machine. Matt, and I play Leolin. 
Uh, I'm Waffle. Aldrax is responsible for the hatching. Uh, the Dwarven Queen faked her pregnancy, and the moon isn't real. Thanks for joining us. Washing machine go burr. <laughs> <laughs>